Good morning. You are listening to River City Revival. This is Reverend Liz Jackson. And today's topic is education, the meaning of your soul, a Hebrew-Greek lexicon sermon. As always, in the description box of this podcast, you will find a link to the Lion's Tears Ministry, where you can study and read everything on your own. Understanding what you are fighting for is a must. Your soul is on the line, and it's getting to be 1159. If you're still unsure of who to trust or what to think, then please read this sermon and understand how things have been subtly changed to switch your perception of Abba Yah. To better understand what your soul is, we need to understand the laws of matter, energy, and atoms. The first law of thermodynamics states, The total energy of the universe remains constant. Energy is conserved. It cannot be created or destroyed. In essence, energy can be converted from one form to another. The law of the conservation of mass states, that mass cannot be created or destroyed. This law states that despite chemical reactions or physical transformations, mass is conserved. That is, it cannot be created or destroyed within isolated systems. In other words, in a chemical reaction, the mass of the products will always be equal to the mass of the reactants. And John Dalton's atomic theory states, atoms cannot be created or destroyed, and they are indestructible. They cannot be broken into smaller parts, and this was based on the law of the conservation of mass. All atoms of an element are identical, both mass and properties. Atoms of different elements have different mass and properties. Now that we see energy, mass, and atoms cannot be destroyed, what then is our soul? Genesis 2-7 states, And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. Here we see that Abba Yahuwah transformed the matter called dust of the ground and with his breath of life, man became a living soul. Energy from Abba Yah in the form of his breath converted energy into the dust, transforming it. This is what will happen, but in reverse after the second resurrection. All souls who do not make it will be transformed back into the universe as if they did not exist. Abba Yah is not a god of torture. Abba Yahuwah states in Ezekiel 18.32, For I have no pleasure in the death of him that dies, says the Lord God. Wherefore, turn yourselves and live. Ezekiel 8.4 states, Behold, all souls are mine, as the soul of the Father, also the soul of the Son is mine. The soul that sins, it shall die. Here the word soul is Hebrew word H5315, and it means 
properly, a breathing creature, vitality, body, or mentality. The definition of vitality means having the capacity to live and grow, or physical or mental energy or strength. The biblical outline of usage of H5315 means soul, self, life, that which breathes, the breathing substance or being, soul, the inner being of man, the living being, the man himself, person or individual, seat of emotions and passion, activity of mind, activity of the will, and activity of the character. Our soul is our morals, values, character, our passion, and activity of will. The question is, whose morals, values, character, and activity of will and mind do you have? Is it Abba Yah's, or is it this world's? Is it your own, or did you pick it up from your best friend? Or is your soul one crafted by the bad choices that you made? Is your soul really living? Because if it's not following Abba Yah, your soul is under the law of sin and death. Soul also is Hebrew word H5397. And again, it means wind, angry, or vital breath, divine inspiration, intellect, and the biblical outline of usage of H5397 means breath, spirit, breath of God. So again, whose breath dwells within you? We see H5397 used in Genesis 2-7, which states, And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils, the breath of life, and man became a living soul. So again here, breath means the breath of God. Abba Yah took his breath and breathed into Adam, his soul, in order for him to become a living soul. Again, the question is, whose breath is within you? Is it Abba Yah's or the angry, mean breath that will cause you to be no more since matter and energy can only be converted. Again, for more information on life, please read Education and True Word of Yah or listen to the podcast on the meaning of life. Soul in the Greek means psyche. It also means breath, spirit, it means which is the rational and immortal soul. The biblical outline of usage of psyche means the breath of life, the seat of the feelings, desires, affections, aversions, our heart and soul, the human soul insofar as it is constituted that by the right use of the aids offered it by God, it can attain its highest end and secure eternal blessedness. The soul regarded as a moral being designed for everlasting life. 
the soul as an essence which differs from the body and is not dissolved by death and is distinguished from other parts of the body. Psyche in psychology means the human soul, spirit, or mind. The mental or psychological structure of a person, especially a motive force. And the origin of psyche states by the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, it was first recorded in 1650, and again from Greek, which literally means breath. Again, I am going to ask you, whose breath is within you? Is your soul living the word of Avayah with his breath or with the breath of this world? The energy from those who will die will be transformed and given back to Abayah since energy cannot be created nor destroyed. And if you're unaware that your entire being is one chemical lab, then please see your nearest biology teacher. We know that the Lord God presents himself as an all-consuming fire. When John has his vision in Revelation and sees that fire is consuming and during the second resurrection, souls are sent to an all-consuming fire. Souls are being sent back to God. Those who do not find eternal righteousness with the Lord God gets converted back to the Lord God. And it is like they did not even exist. The Greek word for life, which we will touch on the meaning of life a little bit, is zoe, and that is Greek word G2222, and it means life. The biblical outline of zoe is the state of one who is possessed of vitality or animate. It also means logos and to Christ in whom the logos put on human nature. Logos is a noun and means the word of God or principle of divine reason and creative order identified in the Gospel of John. John 6, 63 states, It is the spirit that quickens, the flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit, and they are life. Here, the word spirit is G4151, and it means a current of air or breath, the rational soul, vital, principle, and mental disposition. If you have yet to figure it out, this is a battle of your mind. Whenever you are unequally balanced and you are serving both God and this world, you're going to find that your mind is always in a constant state of confusion. Until you rectify yourself and get rid of that double-mindedness and that double you, then you can fully be whole and put on the morals, principles, values, character, ethics, hope, and so on, of the Lord God. Here in Hebrew, 
we read the word for life is chai, which again, life means the word of God. So chai means the word of God. Life is Hebrew 2416, and it means to be alive. We find this word again in Genesis 2-7. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. The word again, life, and living are both chai, and it means to be alive. But how are you alive? You are alive with the breath, the word of God. Proverbs 3, 1 through 2 backs this up. My son, forget not my law, but let thy heart keep my commandments. For length of days and long life and peace shall they add to thee. So again, by keeping the word of God and having him dwell within you, you have length of days and a longer life, as well as peace. And isn't that what we all want? We all want peace. Peace cannot occur until we put on the word of God. Man's life came from the breath of God. And what is the breath of God? Again, it is the word of God. Psalm 33.6 states this, as well as we just read John 6. 63. Right from the beginning, we see in Genesis 2-7, when God formed man, that our life comes from the Spirit of God, the breath of God, the words of God. But let's go into a little bit more detail. Hebrew 24-21, Shia means to revive, quicken, recover, repair, or Restore to life. Genesis 45 7. And God sent me before you to preserve you a prosperity on the earth and to save your lives by the great deliverance. Here, lives is H2421, which means to revive, to recover, and to repair or to restore. Psalm 119.50 uses this word as well. This is my comfort and my affliction, for thy word has quickened me. Again, we see that the word of God revives us, restores us. The word for spirit is also H7307, and it is important to understand that spirit means wind, resemblance of breath, either sensible or violent. Just like we read with soul, it is the same thing. Our spirits, our souls have to be aligned with the word of God. Otherwise, Ecclesiastes 12.7 states, And the dust returns to the earth as it was, and the Spirit returns to God who gave it. So if you want to be a continuation and live your immortal life after the resurrection with God in heaven and on earth, 
because Revelation states that heaven comes down here and the new earth and new heaven are formed and you want to be found in the book of life, then your soul and your spirit needs to be resembled from the word of God. For God gave it to you and God can take it away. We all physically return to dust and our spirit has one of two choices. We can either return to God and be no more or we can have eternal life by putting on his morals, values, and ethics. So I ask you again, what breath dwells within you and makes up your mind, your heart, your morals, your values, and your actions? Again, if you haven't figured it out, this is a battle for your mind. And it's time you woke up to that truth before it's too late and your soul is no more. People say they want to live forever, but they would rather be God than obey and follow the one true king. That's how Satan and the other fallen angels did it. They didn't want to be themselves. They wanted to be and play gods. Don't follow the adversary because they will tell you what you want to hear and not deliver without a price attached. If you keep up with celebrities, then you understand when they say that they sold their soul, they are selling their morals, values, and ethics and are choosing to follow the adversary, the demonic forces. Most celebrities, once they reach an older age, and they get out of the game, will tell you that they wish they had not done half the things that they have. For when you sell your soul, you are giving it over to corruptness, to unethical decisions. The only price to eternal life that the Lord God asks of us is to obey Him, to put on His morals, values and ethics and who doesn't want to be kind humble loving forgiving patient and hopeful and if you find that those are poor qualities and poor ethical values then maybe it is in your best interest that your soul doesn't reside on this earth because the lord god promised me that there will be no more heartache and sorrow and destruction whenever he returns and that is what I am always hopeful for because if you lived a life of chaos and confusion and destruction with one thing not working out after another and then you finally surrender yourself to God and you see the beauty that his word and his morals and his guidance gives you why would you ever want to live in a world like this again I know I don't. I look forward to the day that everything is reset and put back the way it was supposed to be. And I do feel sorry for those who do not make it. But everybody has a choice. Those two choices are to follow God or to face eternal damnation, which again means 
Your spirit just is no more. Your soul is just no more. It goes back to God because as we read, energy cannot be created nor destroyed, but it can be manipulated. And the Lord God even says that all souls are his and those that do not make it return back to God who gave it. As always, it's never goodbye, but I'll see you later.